1: Hey, hey, we're back, we're black, we're brown. <laughs> we got to start like a little ensemble. I thought we <laughs> harmonized beautifully. Right? <clears throat> me, 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 right? <laughs> yeah. Do we um, celebrate? Did we share that we, we cracked top 200? Did we celebrate that?
0: I All over the socials.
1: Yes. But I mean, but, with on the podcast, we didn't mention it, right?
0: We should say hi to our, we have a bunch of new listeners lately. So welcome if you're new to the show. Um, and thank you for joining us and thank you to everyone who stuck by us. But yeah, we're, we're for some reason, the magic four year mark, people mm-hmm. are uh, paying attention. But yeah, we cracked top 200 of all podcasts, which there's like tens of thousands, it feels like. No
1: more. I, I Googled to see how many iTunes podcasts there are. It's over half a million.
0: Oh, Jesus. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> like so, I, when I
1: saw that, I was like, wow, top 200 of over half, I think it's like 550,000 on like podcasts. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, what? Well, when we passed the read, I was like, "That's what got no, me." No, we didn't.
0: Yes, we were, but well, not anymore. You know, we dropped down a little bit, but uh, <laughs> for a minute, we were we outranked the read, and I was like, "What,
1: Crystal? What?" I know. Um, I love Crystal and Kid Fury. Honestly, those are my faves. Yeah. I would, I would totally geek out.
0: Yeah, so that was exciting. But uh, yeah, top twenty in business podcasts, and you know what? Like, it means a, it me- it means so much to me just looking at those images of, and you know, it sounds cliche, but it our brown faces. Brown and black faces on iTunes in those little square images. When you look at everyone else who's ranking, I mean, it. it is powerful and it means something to me. So when we see our, you know, our our friends who we don't really know, but some of them, you know, but like you see the, you see the dead ass podcast and the read and adulting mm-hmm. podcasts and all okay. these like people of color really killing it in the podcast game. It makes me so excited to be a part of that,
1: you know, unofficial group,
0: unofficial yeah. class.
1: And I just, I do love that because you're right. It's just like, you know, I mean, it's just an amazing time to like start something because you have the ability to speak directly to your audience and you guys listen and you, someone hit me up the other day and they were like, um, oh, you know, I, I I was interviewed by the Guardian and the young woman. I was like, how'd you find me? She was like, Brown Ambition. I love you, Amanda. I was like, what? You know, I just thought that was so awesome. That happens more and more. And I love when you guys come up to me and give me the hugs. I don't ask for because you know, I, I'm uncomfortable with hugs, but you give it to me anyway. <laughs> I love it. And I love how you give me a hug for Mandy. And when you see Mandy, you're like, give this to Tiffany. Yes, give her two hugs. (laughs) No, you guys are awesome, awesome, awesome. I just, yeah. So yeah, so just thank you, honestly. Thank you.
0: Love you guys. You make the show happen. Go leave reviews if you haven't yet and you're new to the show. Reviews really help us um, get seen more in the iTunes uh, environment. So leave reviews if you can. Tell a friend. And just make sure you subscribe and keep listening. Thank you guys so much.
1: So what's happening on this rainy day for you?
0: Oh, so rainy. Uh, let's see what happened. My dog walker canceled last minute. Ah! That's unfortunate. I'm getting a window into just what it is to to try and – I mean I, I, my friends always tell me you can't compare a dog to a child. But mm-hmm. I'm like I really have to keep this thing alive and I have like work to do. And the last week our dog walker locked himself out. We've had some dog walker drums. Um. You know, and the the cost of dog walking is like starting to add up. And then she was sick over the weekend, and I was like, you know, if you're if you're like a pet parent, you have that you have that really terrible thought in your head, like, should I take her to the vet? Oh, it's gonna cost money. Is it worth it? You're fine. And we had this, I you know, and it's like an animal, and I was looking at her like, you're not that sick, are you? And thank goodness she pulled through. You know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was fine. It was fine. But uh yeah, we haven't gotten pet insurance yet, so you know, just her first round of um, you know, going for her checkup, not even to get shots or anything like that, just to get like a checkup and a couple of um, tests run. I ended up spending 300-400 at the vet Ooh. over the course of 2 days. So um ouch.
1: I should probably How does start. how does, how does pet, insu- pet insurance work?
0: Just like regular health insurance except without you know, the benefit of the Affordable Care Act. You know, pets right now can be discriminated against by insurers for things like pre-existing conditions. Or, yeah, or even like if you're a breed that tends to have certain health um, complications or is um, more uh, predisposed to have certain problems, insurers can deny you coverage or charge you more based on the breed. So there's that. But yeah, you just pay like a monthly premium and then... You most likely you have a deductible whenever you need it. You know, some pet insurance covers preventative care. Some is like catastrophic. So I'm thinking about getting a catastrophic policy, which is a lot of what a lot of pet owners do, which is like, you know, if she were to get in a, like hit by a car, oh, God, I hope not, um, or mm-hmm. get in a fight with a dog and, you know, she breaks her arm or she gets really ill because she eats something off, in a, a, whatever, something really dramatic happens. Um, mm-hmm. It would cover something like that. Um, I'm thinking about that, and then I'll just like keep money saved on the side for those routine, you know, preventative checkups care checkups up. and whatnot. Mm. We'll see. But that's so, where I think people get in trouble with pets is when something really unexpected happens, and then it's a huge bill um, all at yeah. once. Yeah,
1: because I can remember I had a so I had a um, a cat when I was a uh, I think when did I get it I had to get it like maybe like oh, I want to say like fourteen cat, or something. The cat that went yeah. to live with your neighbor. Yeah, Cinder, the traitor. Or oh, whatever. I'm not even mad at Cinder because, you know, I couldn't give her the life that she deserved. She had to be out. <laughs> but I remember, like, because that was one of the things. Like, I begged my dad for this cat. And he was like, fine, but you have to take care of everything. I'm like, I'll drive you to the vet, but you have to pay for everything. And, I, you know, I babysat. And, um and you know, I, I did, like, kind of little odd jobs around the neighborhood. And I remember, like, I took her to the vet. And, like, I remember our bill was, like, 150 And I was like, wait. And um and, and my dad was like, mm mm-hmm, But I paid it, honestly, because, you know, that was my baby. I was like, whatever, whatever she needs. I remember once I was so scared. I didn't, you know, I was I was young. So I didn't know anything about heat, like animals going into heat. And she like when cats go into heat, they do this like arching back thing. Mm-hmm. And you know, basically, yes, yeah, basically they backing that thing up, you know, and I didn't know. I just was like, what's wrong with that? Oh, you took her for that? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. And of course, my dad was vet was, was
0: like, she's just horny.
1: Take yeah, it And my dad, of course, was giggling. Meanwhile, made me waste all my money. I guess he wanted me to learn a lesson. I was like, my cat is sick. She's sick. So meanwhile, she's backing that thing up like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I had to pay for, I got, I, I got her um, um, neutered. Because I was like, she was like an outside inside cat, so right. you know. So I was like, okay, and um, and so, but that was not cheap, you know. And I I paid for that out of pocket, like myself. And so it was just a really good learning lesson of like, you know, taking care of something that needed you and setting aside that money. And um, yeah, I was like, mm, now the neighbors have her. The yeah. neighbors have my kid. Maybe meanwhile she had everything she needed. Whatever, whatever, Cinder. I hope you enjoy your life. It's a cute name for a cat. <laughs> well, so. This is kind of random, but today, um, uh, it didn't happen today because of the rain, but so the city of Newark, you know, how like Detroit still is it, No, not Detroit. Flint still does not have clean water.
0: Yes. And, and no um, one's been charged. This is it just came out. They dropped trip criminal charges against basically everybody involved
1: who which might've just been so, culpable. And, you know, so I didn't fully understand like, you know, like what does it take? So I, um, in Newark, there was like an expose. I don't know. Something happened where they were testing water and they found that um, Newark, you know, because Newark is a very old city, had lead pipes. And there was like not every section of Newark, because some sections are newer, but some sections of Newark were affected with, with lead in the water. So it was like this whole big thing. And I have to say, I'm really impressed with the way the city handled it. Like, one as soon as it came out i'm sure they knew already but whatever but as soon as it came out they, they handed out like you could get free water filters and then they instantly started like a replacement program so one it started the first phase was getting tested like you signed up and it was free they they like hired contractors from around um local contractors from around the city and the surrounding areas to come test so someone came to our um our, our house our new house and tested our inside pipe and luckily it was copper so copper pipes are fine, and then um, then they would test the outside pipes. And I mean, you did have to pay, if because I, I believe my contractor was telling me that if I had to pay to replace the water line in the street, that's over ten thousand dollars. So the city of Newark said um, the maximum you would have to re- pay to replace the the copper or to replace your water lines inside and outside the house is a thousand dollars, which. I don't know why you'd have to pay to replace copper lines outside your house but whatever. Um and so I was like okay so I signed up they came by they said it's copper on the inside and then um so that means I just have whatever pipes are in the street so they're going to replace they were supposed to do it today but it rained. But I just thought like it, when I tell you Mandy it was so systematic it was like hey here are your your um your filters then two you know sign up to have someone come by and check check your pipes cuz not everyone is affected. Then three phase three is, okay, we're going like block by block to get you scheduled. And so our neighbors across the street, they got theirs done today. Um, Like I said, because it was raining, they had to stop to do ours. But I just thought like, I don't, why hasn't this been done? You know what I mean? I know Flint is probably affected more so than Newark, but just watching the way Newark has handled it, um, I'm wondering like, why is this not being handled in that way? This systematic like approach, like this grid approach to like affected areas, you know?
0: I mean, I wonder if Newark is reacting to the crisis in Flint, like they don't want the same nightmare.
1: Absolutely. I mean, mean, you can't have, they literally were finding like some of the schools had um, like in the water fountains had lead, like lead, like like, that water had lead in it. That's how it all started. I don't know who tested it at first, but that came out and it kind of tumbled out to like just in general that Newark, because it was such an old city that many of the pipes were still lead pipes. And so um, I just just like really like, you know, like I'm, it's disappointing that, you know, it took all of this. But the fact that it's being like, you know, I think it's like a two year in the and, and like two. Yeah, I think it was like two years. That's what I read that um, that the, the, the whole city should be like lead pipe free, um, which is great. But it just made me think of Flint and, and asking like, are, are people so busy, like trying to pass the buck that they're not just doing something about it, you know? Yes, that's what's happening.
0: And uh, low-income brown children are suffering. I think what happened with Flint is a pediatrician noticed it, like a, um, or a researcher was looking at data from a pediatrician um, or youth in that area and then saw the patterns. Because it impacts – it's really dangerous for children, um, lead poisoning, because it could just cause all kinds of developmental issues. Oh, sad. My dad just texted me telling me not to go to the Dominican Republic. I'm like, great. That news has reached the parents of America. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Have you heard I saw
1: that. And then, yeah. So like, it, it, is it all the same thing? Cause some of it, I, I like, I was like, was it somebody attacked or is it just all the alcohol? Like I was confused as to like how they were aside from the, it being in the Dominican Republic were the deaths like related outside of that, you know?
0: So for those who haven't been watching Good Morning America, like my dad does every day religiously, um, there have been this this spate of just unexplained deaths happening to people who are vacationing in the Dominican Republic in Punta Cana, where, you know, my husband's family is Dominican. So I've been to several like Dominican vacations and weddings and stuff. Um, and these are all inclusive resorts. And they're, you know, you know, they're like a luxury vacation destination. So the fact that these um, tourists have been dying... Although the country still says that they're not related at all, um, it is it's becoming like suspicious. You know, it's it's a a lot of people. Um, Yeah, I my and my friends were texting earlier. Would you go to DR? And uh, I don't I mean, you know, (laughs) it's I would wait to I mean, I feel like I feel bad for people who have booked vacations and don't have trip protection Yeah. because then you're just like. Well, you know, what are the odds? I'll go. Right? I know. I know.
1: <laughs> I know. I always think that, right, when, you, when something is, you're like, I mean, is it really likely to happen to me? Or, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you know. There's just yeah,
0: yeah. low, low odds, but uh, be careful out there if you're traveling.
1: Yeah. So this is, like, also random, too. I think I'm going to write a traditional book. Well, let me not say traditional book, because I've written, obviously, books before. But I think I'm going to traditionally publish a book.
0: Right. Wait, are you traditionally publishing the children's book?
1: No, because I don't want anybody to own Molly Moore, but moi. Um, So, yeah, no. Yeah. So, a different book, because a couple of publishers, like big-name publishers, if I were to say them, you'd be like, I know that name. Um, They they reached out and, and... it's like other publishers have reached out before. I just was kinda of like, nah, 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 nah. But I don't know, for some reason, like two or three in particular, maybe saying, Hmm, I might be interested. But then um I, I said, Well, I have to get an agent because I don't want to navigate that space alone, you know? I'm like I'm wise enough to know now you don't go those things alone. Um so I reached out to a couple people and uh I I'd spoken at South by Southwest, Jean Chatsky. You've probably seen her on the Today Is it Today Show or yeah. Morning America. Um,
0: I think she's the Today Show financial expert, yeah.
1: Yeah, super nice. And I, I think I met her at FinCon, and then I was on her like podcast or something like that. She's just a really nice woman. So she'd asked me to speak at um, South by Southwest EDU, which is like the educational South by Southwest, right the, like the day before um, the regular South by Southwest. And we spoke on um, Time Magazine, had like a panel about kids and money. Um, so anyway, so she was telling me about her new book called, I think it's called Women in Money. She's like... Um, you know, like and I was like, Oh my gosh, that's great. And then it, it like jogged my memory. I was like, Do you have um do you have a, a book agent? And she was like, Yes, I have a kick ass book agent, she's awesome. And so she introduced me and she is kick-ass. Like, first of all, you know, like I'm not a huge cursor, but I kinda like what people curse.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, yes, we have talked about this, the cursing book agent. Yes, tell me yes. more.
1: So she's like really like I, I love her, she's great. And then we were talking about um um so this book agent did the four hour work week. I was like, "Hold up, wait a minute! Isn't that awesome?" Oh, that's like um, the
0: famous book by that guy. What's his name?
1: Um, Tim Ferriss.
0: Yes, productivity yes. guru. Correct.
1: Yes, and so um, yeah. So I just thought like, oh, well, she's she's started her own business. Um, she's not whatever whatever agency that she did that through. But I just thought like, wow, it just you know it was like. This is awesome and amazing. And she honestly is super nice. I met her in New York um, and she just gave me like my homework. I have to do like my proposal. Let's do it like in a, like a, a month or a month or so. But yeah, I'm excited. I You know, like I never really thought about traditionally publishing, um, but there are some benefits because no matter what, you know, you're obviously like there. no one takes um, self-publishing as serious, obviously, as traditional publishing. But for me, I didn't really care about that. Because I was like, well, I'm only here to be serious to Dreamcatchers, my, my audience, you know. Um, and so because those books have done really well. Plus, two, you know, when you publish traditionally, you really don't get, I mean, if you don't get a good advance, you don't really make much money on the back end, you know. Right. Um, I mean, there, you know, there's some things you can do to negotiate, but still nothing. I mean, nothing compares to getting 70 percent of your own book versus whatever it is that you know that you get traditional publishing so I'm excited so I'm the good thing is but Lynette you know our fairy our fairy financial godmother that we all love Lynette Kafani Cox I think she's on Good Morning America she's the like the go-to financial expert there so she was telling me because Lynette has a a New York Times bestseller. I think a couple of them, but she has traditionally published and and published also um, self-published. She said the great thing about having at least one or two traditionally published books is that when people love them, people tend to like buy all your books, you know, like, Oh my God, I love Lynette. So she was like, it kind of like gives you more sales in in where you get more money anyway, which is the, you know, the ones that you self-publish. So she was like, you know, she kind of gave me like the, the, like the, the thumbs up, go ahead, like do it girl. So I'm excited. I, you know, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out, like, what should the book be? I mean, obviously personal finance, but, like, you know, what should the book kind of, like, be about? Because I, I feel like I've covered, you know, so many other topics. Um, and so, yeah, I'm just, I'm just really excited. And then it's exciting because that book, Tim Ferriss's book, The 4-Hour Work Week, that book, I used to read it during nap time when the kids were asleep when I taught preschool for 10 years. And it really helped me to start the budget Nista. I remember I had, like, a notebook full of notes, and, like, it just really helped to, like, jumpstart like what I'm doing now. So what a full circle moment, right? Like she played this huge role in that. And, and, and you know, and that really helped, that book played a huge role into what I'm doing now. So I'm like, look at, look at God. So you don't know what it'll be about yet? I'm still figuring it out? Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I know it's going to be about personal finance, obviously, but like in what realm? Like, for example, you know, I have my literature challenge books. I've talked about budgeting. I have a budget book. I have a savings book, a credit book, you know? So it's kind of like, well, what, and that, you know what, how about this, y'all, tweet me or like right under my Instagram post, like what, if you wanted a book for me, like, you know, what would it be? Um, so I, I have some ideas kind of swirling. I'm going to save some of them to myself What I think I'll, you know, I'll tell you offline, Mandy, but um, I, you know, but I am really curious as to what do people actually need and want? Um, and so she gave me some really great ideas. So I'm kind of like um, doing some research now we have a few, like I had written a few, like, um, social media posts, like in the past asking what people really needed help with. So I can get just an understanding of what do people really need and, and how do I deliver that? So, but you could tweet me at the budgetista or, you know, post under my Instagram. The budgetista was like, girl, I would love to for you to write about this, or I'm struggling with this or whatever that looks like. Cause that would be really helpful because I don't want to write a book that you don't need, you know? So I'm excited. And so I actually picked up his book, the four hour work week from, um, barnes and noble today because i i am the type that when i the books that i like to write i like for them to have a formula you know like here are concrete steps with concrete things that you can do not just like a book like that's just kind of like talking and like you know like theorizing about things i like to say today pick up a pen and write this thing down so and his book is like you know in alignment with that so i was like let me pick it up and kind of get that energy that helped me move that that trans- to helps to transform my life because I I want my book to have a similar energy in that it's transformative, but in a like a real way, you know. So I'm You're Making me
0: feel bad. I never read that book before. I know I need to. I'm like the only person who's never read it. Um, I'm gonna pick it up too.
1: Yeah, it's a good. Honestly, it's a really good book. It's just yeah. I I I mean, it was really like I said, it was helpful. And it didn't it didn't feel like you know he was talking over my head. It was just he was like one of the first guys to write in that bro language, you know, like you know not like because most of these books these business books are written by like i've got my mba and i've got my doctorate and you're yeah. going to you know but he was like hey what's up guys like that book is very much like that broski kind of language and even though he's totally like a bro i didn't feel left out of the conversation and somehow i felt like okay this is for me too oh
0: well, that's so exciting okay keep us posted
1: well do. Yeah.
0: We take some questions.
1: Yes, let's.
0: All right. To, to appease the audience who thinks I'm ignoring them in the regular email <laughs> inbox, which I'm not, you can still send us questions at Brandon Vision Podcast at gmail.com Dot com. or ambition Podcast.com. Ask us anything tab. The thing about questions is sometimes I will skip questions if we've already answered similar ones before. So I'd like to, I'd like to get a nice variety. Um, so if we don't answer your question, we can't get to every single question. And sometimes it may just be that we've answered something similar. So don't take it personally. We really appreciate you guys sending questions in. Um, and we try to get to, we just try and get to the ones that are a little bit different than we have. Enough. Don't
1: take it personal. Uh, you know. Baby, baby, baby. Who's saying it's all Mandy quick, quick, quick. Don't take it personal. I literally. Just one idea. of them days, Mandy that a girl goes through do i have to take your black and brown card
0: Mm, mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) i think someone else has them actually they've been stolen so many times
1: and revoked i'm in debt (laughs) i'm gonna take like i have your millennial card now this card i'm like you know yeah so it's okay it's okay we're gonna find i was like but you do know monica the artist yeah i know monica
0: no, you don't. <laughs> yes, I do. Angel of Mine, sweet. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> I can only name two of her songs though. That one and the Brandy, uh, what was it? Oh, the boys'
1: Mine. It, yeah. No, I'm surprised because Angel of Mine, I feel like it's less popular than like, don't take wait, is it one of those Yeah, that that was her first song, like the one of them days. But anyway, anyway, back to the questions.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to go into a whole thing of my travel tid. Okay, whatever. Uh, shout out to Monica. Love her. All right, questions which I have promptly lost as I was talking about them. (laughs) Here we go. This question comes from Dizzle DG on Instagram. Uh, He says, hello. Oh, this is a guy. Okay. Hello, my wife and I are working on, I just corrected his grammar as I was reading it, which I know was annoying, but I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Dizzle. Hello, my wife and I are working on saving money, but are having a hard time putting money in places and leaving it there. Because of that, we're looking into putting our money into things that we can't easily ac- access, like investing in mutual funds, ETFs, or bonds. Do you think this is a good idea? Or do you have any suggestions on better ideas for this type of saving? I feel your pain. Yes. You put the money away, and then something happens, and you dip mm-hmm. into it. I- I've been there before.
1: Yeah. So I think we all feel like that. Like, how do you hide money from yourself, Manja?
0: For a while, like I used to be really extreme about it. I had my checking account in one place and then i had like seven separate savings accounts in another in another bank that where i could open up as many as i wanted each savings account had a name there was like the vacation (gasps) mandy you are me stop trying to judge me well this was me i've toned it down um over the years i've simplified things yeah there, there was like the savings there was like the um emergency fund there was the vacation fund the christmas gift fund i mean it was like I just remember seven different um, savings accounts. Lately, I have used my. I've made peace with my like my four hundred one k automatic savings or my. For those of you who don't have a four hundred one k, your IRA. Uh, if ever I'm feeling like I'm doing something wrong, I'm like, but I'm still saving ten percent of my income each month, or ten to fifteen percent depending on. I sometimes I ratchet it up um, for retirement, and I always have like peace of mind knowing that I have this money in the bank and that I can't touch it without penalties, you know, without tax penalties or um or or taxes to pay on it because there's all these rules associated with it. So I feel good about that and then you know, if I dip into my savings once in a while, especially when we were doing the house like the savings was like seriously depleted. Mm-hmm. Um I could at least feel comfort knowing we never stopped saving for retirement. Um but as far as like, you know, I do think it's you know, if you're talking about it depends on what you guys are saving for, you and your wife. If you're saving for that emergency fund where, okay, leaky roof, car breaks down, you should have that money somewhere you can access it. You just got to be disciplined. So try putting in a different bank account that you don't have a debit card tied to, that you can't easily access, you know, that you don't have the account number memorized, things like that. Um, mm-hmm. But if we're talking about money that you don't need for a year or two, yes, I think CDs can be great. You know, we opened our first couple of CDs um, a year or two ago because rates were getting a lot better than savings accounts and it seemed like it made Mm -hmm. sense. Um, So I'm a fan of that. And, um, you know, as far as like mutual funds, ETFs, now you're talking about investing. Um, And you have to be aware that if you're going to be saving in the market, you know, it's more investing and you could – the potential for reward is higher, but the potential for losses is higher too. So Mm – you know, you don't want to be putting your emergency fund for, um, you know, unexpected emergencies tied up in the market because, you know, what if something bad happens, then your backup plan is completely obliterated.
1: Yeah, I what was going to say, say that, though, like if I mean, I would keep my emergency fund, you know, kind of like locked away at like a an online only bank. You can find I just actually sent somebody to magnify money yesterday. I, had, I was uh, one of my friends. We did like a barter. She is like an amazing photographer. And so she was like, hey, can you just like help me kind of like look at my money and see like what I could do to tighten up? I was like, sure. Can I get some free pictures? Yeah. <laughs> so we did a partner. She's like, sure. And so she, um, so, but we actually, I actually told her go on Magnify. Like I took her on magnifymoney.com. I was like, click savings. Um, and then like I showed her like, see, these are like these online only savings accounts that I really love and look for the ones that are A, FDIC insured minimum deposit, like, you know, zero, basically, um, highest interest rate. And, um, and that you don't have to have a certain deposit in order to like, you have, you don't have to maintain a certain deposit in order to get that interest rate. And so she picked one that she felt like comfortable with, but saving like emergency funds there, it, it at least don't open up a checking account at that bank, but it at least provide that buffer of like 24 to 72 hours. That's how long it takes to get your money back. If you attach your online only savings account to your traditional checking account. Um, so checking a cat at a different brick and mortar bank savings account online, so that will help a little bit, um, because literally there's no way for you to get your money except for to make that transfer and wait at least 24 hours. And then um, you know, outside of an emergency fund, you know, I I think most of us, if they if we keep money laying around too much, you know, we're apt to spend it. And so yeah, so I mean, it, it are you that extra money if you're if it's saving for a specific thing or it's just like there's this extra money. And then, you know, then I would look to investing. I, I particularly like, like Vanguard. These people are not, you know, Magnify money doesn't pay me. They pay Vanny though, but she works there. Um, um, and, uh, but, uh, but like Vanguard doesn't pay me anything, but I like Vanguard as far as like, if I'm going to look for mutual funds and ETFs, I, I like their philosophy as a company. They've got a really low expense ratio, which is basically the fee that they, um, that they charge you in order to, um, in order to manage your money. I think like last time I checked, it was like well under 1%. Uh, don't quote me, but I, I mean, that's the last time I checked. Um, and so, yeah, you should be investing. I mean, I don't know if you guys are investing. Like, are, are you setting aside at least 10% of your income for retirement? If that's not the case, maybe start beefing that up a little bit. But yeah, just having your money languishing um, is, you know, it's a problem we all have. I know I've definitely been there. And so I've been making changes. So it's not just kind of sitting there doing nothing waiting to be spent
0: yeah and if you guys are it sounds like the problem is that you're putting money away, but then you're finding that you need it for something. So maybe it's like the symptom of a a deeper issue, which could be cash flow, like you know, take a look at your expenses versus what you guys having have coming in. Do you have unrealistic expectations of how much you can save? um you know, should you be starting smaller and working your way up, or are there some expenses you can cut to give yourself more wiggle room so you can put away more money um and you know. Just you know, go easy on yourself. Saving a little bit is better than nothing. So yeah. take it yeah, take it slow. And thank you
1: and for I, your question. I, yes, and I like CDP. I know people like CDs like so like old people, but I'm like no. I I opened up CDs like for my um my nieces and my nephews.
0: Listen, I mean CD rates are now cooling off because the Fed has stopped raising rates every which way like they were for the past you know I don't know de- decade. It felt it felt like. Um uh, or certainly the last few years, rates were just going up all the time. and now they've slowed down. so CD rates have slowed down too. but if you're if you're torn between savings versus CDs, just ask yourself, will you need the money you know before that CD rate is up? Um, do you really really not need the money before you tie it up in a CD and then compare rates. You know, sites like yes, magnify money, but there's other sites too. You can easily compare rates online now to be sure you're getting the best deal um, out there. Thanks for your question, Dizzle DG, And let's go to an email question from listener Iria. I hope I said that right. Credit card question. Iria says, I am 25 years old, young professional, with a credit score a little over 700. Congrats, girl. I yes. think my credit score is over 725. I have student debt and a car loan. I'm working to get refinanced. But I'm looking into applying for my first credit card, and I'm at a loss. My mom's telling me to go through Wells Fargo. Of course she is, and <laughs> other friends,
1: <laughs> other friends
0: are telling me Capital One or Discover. <laughs> I foresee myself traveling often in the future, so I would potentially like a card that I, where I can get points, rewards, or miles. I currently have a Best Buy credit card, so this isn't your first credit card, then. Yeah. But uh, she says I currently have a Best Buy credit card and a Care credit card for healthcare expenses. I don't use them often, but when I do, I pay them off within the month. Okay. i proven to myself I'm financially responsible, so I trust myself with the card now. So she's looking for her next credit card, not her very mm. first credit card. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's great that you've you know gotten those other two credit cards and proved you can be responsible um, yes. with That's those. Good. That's the key. And I don't think – I'm thinking the Best Buy credit card doesn't have – I think my husband has one. They doesn't have an annual fee. And Care- yeah, we have
1: we have one too, a Best Buy credit card. Um, Superman has one. I don't think there's an annual fee.
0: Yeah, that Care credit card you got to be careful with because they're the ones that that tell you, we'll give you six percent, zero percent interest financing to get your you know Invisalign or to take your you know take your dog for surgery or whatever. And then if you don't um, pay, pay off. off the debt before that interest period, that intro promotional period's over they slap you with deferred interest usually, which is like mm-hmm. pretend as if you were paying interest all along, but they just waited until then to slap it onto your bill. Yeah. And it sucks. So that's um, good to
1: be mindful. Beautiful. I would say, honestly, of course you're like, you're like Mandy said, of course your mom said Wells Fargo, because you know, like they like it's tried safe. and true. Yes. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I need a physical bank, you do know. Um, honestly, like um, Mandy and I both have that, what is it, I always call it, go ahead girl. it the, takes oh, good the time change. cards. <laughs> I never get the name of it right, but it's it's really the the Sapphire Reserve, right? Is that what it's called?
0: Yeah, the Chase Sapphire Reserve. So if you, but the thing about this card, I don't know if I would recommend that card for her. And remember, we're not, you know, that's right. Take our advice with a grain of salt. Yeah, I
1: forgot the monthly the the annual
0: fee. Yeah, I wouldn't do that thing because these cards are sexy, the Chase Reserve and other you know lucrative travel rewards cards because they give you that three points per. Um, dollars spent on things like travel and eating out. And then they give you that $300 travel credit per year where they reimburse you for everything from Ubers to train fare to airfare. Um, and they give you these perks, but they charge, what is the annual fee? $450? Yeah. But for um, me, it's
1: worth it. But but it's, yes. it's likely not worth it, worth it for you listening.
0: Especially 25 years old. Like, you know, yeah. you, you may not want to go that, uh, uh, just get to that extreme quite yet. Um, I love a simple, you know, you know, you say they are traveling often in the future, but think about your day to day spending habits today. Um, And I would say a nice flat rate cashback credit card that's going to give you a flat rate on all your purchases. Like um, I've been a fan of the city double cash card myself because you get 1% when you um, make your purchase and then you get another percent when you pay off the card each month. So really it's a 2% cashback flat rate card. Um, I think that's a solid card to have in your wallet for everyday spending. If you want the travel reward card without the high annual fee, you could take a look at Uber. Um, Uber has a uh, travel card out now. I think it doesn't have an annual fee and it gives you four X points on spending like travel and dining. And, um, it has some kind of perks for Uber rides itself, I think. Um, and then what was I thinking of? Um, Oh, the 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 step down from the Chase Reserve is the Chase Sapphire Preferred, which mm-hmm. I think is $95. And again, like check these cards out yourself. I'm just rattling off the top of my head, but make sure you know the most recent terms on these uh, cards. But Chase Sapphire Preferred, I think, is two points on travel and then it's $95 a, a year. So as long as you think you'll travel enough to make at least that much money and rewards or more, ideally, then it can be worth it.
1: Yeah, and 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 you know, being mindful, like take it slow. Don't. It's easy to get a credit card. I mean, because you have your Best Buy card and you have the other, um, your your Care card. But the thing is, those you know are pretty limited. Like you spend it at Best Buy. So having a card that you can use anywhere is a different animal. So you know, just adhere to that same rule of paying it off in full by the month. Um, and you'll be, you know, you'll be good to go. It's it's easy to go crazy with your first um card, but you know, you've proven yourself to be responsible. You've got a great credit score. You're young um, and you've been able to manage thus far. Um, but just like I said, just just be mindful because it's, it's easy to, you know, one swipe because another swipe. And before you know, you're like, yikes, don't be afraid to leave that card at home if you feel tempted and to take out your debit card and bring it with you.
0: Yes, a hundred percent. And you know, and, and do your research. And as far as like choosing a credit card with a certain bank, it doesn't really matter. You know, you should pick the card, even if it's at a bank you've never heard of before, pick the card that has the best terms, the best rewards for your lifestyle, and it's not going to charge you high fees, and has good customer support and, and you know, all that. Um, Wells Fargo may have a good travel card, but compare compare your options. And I'll I'll share a link to a couple of Um, a couple of roundups of the best travel cards where you can get started. But think think about that nice flat rate cashback credit card that'll just serve you every day too because I think that's a nice entry level. Um, And then you can test yourself with a rewards card. Are you going to be spending more just to earn that reward? You know, that's the temptation of these travel cards is that they get you to spend more so that you get those points, but then can you really afford to pay it off each month? And if you can't, then it's not worth it. But good luck and keep that 700 credit score. That'll serve you well.
1: Yes. More than anything else, that's more important than that credit card.
0: All right. Thank you for your question, area. And again, hit us up on Instagram at Podcast on the gram or by email brandambitionpodcast
1: at gmail.com. Dot com. <laughs> now it's time for booster break. Which one will you give or take? Ooh. Okay. You got to remember these jingles. So remember I don't that. ever. Like, I just <laughs> forgot it already. <laughs> you already know. I'm like, eh. hey, 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 stuck. <laughs> yeah, Voldia. Well, yeah, that one stuck with all the rest of them. I'm like, because we actually had some really good. I feel like we, one well, we should do a compilation of all the jingles because I'm like, that was a good one. I remember I had one where, like, I rhymed for, like, almost a minute straight. I said, look at you, Tiffany. You could have been a rapper. No, I don't. I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: 177 episodes. <laughs> I know. I'm just so grateful like, for you guys riding with us.
1: So are you going to boost
0: it or are you going to break it? I'm going to do a break because I have been to a couple of these meetings in the past couple of weeks and it drives me nuts as someone who doesn't want to waste people's time. And whenever I ask someone to do a meeting with me, I feel like I must come with an agenda. So I just hit the highlights. And if I love ending meetings early, so I can say, I'm going to give you 15 minutes of your life back. It's my favorite. (laughs) Love it. I was at a meeting last week where it ended at the 40 minute mark. It was supposed to go an hour. And the person hosting the meeting just continued to – he was like, oh, we've got 20 minutes left. How do you feel about da-da-da-da-da? And, you know, that price of tea in China and what's happening in the Dominican – you know, just like all – and I was like, you've got to give people their time back. Why? Yeah. So that's actually not my break. My break is a meeting with no agenda. So – and especially if you're in an environment where time is precious and, you know, you a lot of people are involved, like – I just love just three bullet points, you know, not even like a PowerPoint, just like, what is this meeting going to achieve? What is the goal of the meeting? And then like, telling people before you start the meeting, like in advance, what the, like, the three things you want from them at that meeting, like setting expectations is so important. And for me, it's all about like, cre- like, I want meetings to end and people feel like, oh, okay, we, we move the needle, we, we, we achieve something or we know what the next steps are. And it just drives me a little cray cray. When meetings yeah. were like, clearly the person hasn't prepared. They don't really know what they're, you know. They call people together. They're not sure why, and we're just gonna ramble and talk, you uh-huh. know, for half yeah. an hour and then do nothing. And it's just like, ugh, you know, thank you for not valuing my time. Is what it feels like.
1: One time head out, uh, we because we have a monthly team meeting, like once a month, obviously, like a, a like a t- full team meeting, and um, I had the wrong agenda, so I'm like going on, you know, like whatever. And then I'm like calling, I'm like, oh, yeah, at least I see you're on here. So what's going on with that? It took to like the third person. So I, I called on our, our um, intern, um, Kiers. I said to Kiers, Kiers was like, um, I'm not even gonna lie. I'm not even ready. Like, I don't. And someone was like, I think you're on the wrong agenda. I'm like, why did y'all let me get halfway right through the meeting? Oh, no. I, yes, I was like, come on now. And I was like, meanwhile, y'all. so Yadalee, I mean, she stepped up and was like, okay, well, the update for our financial freedom plan. I mean, and I was like, she was like, I'm not going to lie, Tiffany. I was like, wait, am I on the agenda for this meeting? So everyone just stepped it up and pulled whatever it is that they had to pull out of their behinds to be like, look. I don't I'm not prepared but I just thought it was hilarious that it took as the intern to be like um I'm not sure why my name is on there I didn't request that <laughs> <laughs> It was so cute and I was like so yeah so I mean we we try not to waste people's time we try to keep our meetings under an hour but yeah no I totally get that or just sometimes like even when folks hit me up on like social and it's high, and you're like, okay, I know they have a question, and I don't mind ask a question, but you don't have to butter me up and wait for me to say hi back. Just hey, Tiffany, you know, thanks so much for blah blah blah. I have a question. Like you can put it all in one sentence because that whole that initial high. Or that initial, hey, what's up? It's like, I know you have a credit question. I know you got a bunch of questions. It's okay. Um, Literally a bunch of needs to account. I don't mind if you get to it. Even when you see me in person. Like I don't honestly I actually honestly, honestly don't mind unless I'm like rushing off and I'm racing off somewhere. You could tell that I'm, you know, busy or if I'm on the phone. Um, you know, and even then typically I'm, you know, I might be if I'm at like a Whole Foods, I'm probably talking to like my sister or my mom or something. I don't mind helping. But yeah, for me, I just like people just to get to the point because we're dragging it out and you're going to ask the question anyway. So let's get to it.
0: If I could just wear a t-shirt that had one slogan, it would be the get to the point. <laughs> or tell me what you really want to say. Yeah. Oh, I hate when people just like mm, passive aggressive they don't tell you what they want to say. Ooh, that's more breaks. I'm just breaking all I'm over the place.
1: I'm like the queen of passive aggressive, but it's okay. We're going we're gonna to deal with that. So <laughs> I am going to boost because I'm super excited. In the mail today, I received the paper. It said Dreamcatcher trademarked. I know I'm late. Meanwhile, Wait, what? <laughs> I had I know. I can finally speak on it now because I was so scared that someone was gonna trademark it. <laughs> <I> <laughs> How know. many
0: years has it been? How, my friend? I mean,
1: honestly, it's been like at least six or seven, I think. I'm but surprised
0: it wasn't already trademarked by
1: somebody. Wow. Yeah, well well, Dreamcatcher as the way I'm using it. So Dreamcatcher okay. is like um I think it said something like um, what, is it, what does it say to be used as like a like a, um, a, a social club to support women in their financial goals or something like that. So, I mean, obviously, I don't like I, you can use Dreamcatcher 10,000 ways, just not in this way, like the way I'm using it. So like another financial person couldn't say my group is called Dreamcatchers, you know. Um, so because when you trademark like, for example, I saw a, a Four Seasons like we know Four Seasons is like the, the fancy hotel, but I saw a Four Seasons garden shop. So clearly, like, the Four Seasons Hotel does not own the Four Seasons for the garden shop. So, um, so yeah, but I'm just excited because I was just like, yeah, I, I you know, I was sleeping, sleeping on it. And it takes about a year before, by the time you, like, apply, by the time they, you know, they go through all the rigmarole. So I just want to shout out um, Tony Moore of Legally Chic. She's so awesome, honestly. Like I said, I mean, I have two lawyers, but Tony does, like, my day-to-day stuff. So she's the one who kind of, like... um, not kind of, but she does all my trademarks and stuff now. She's really great. She's she's fast. She's swift. She's sharp as hell. And um yeah, so we've got a couple other trademarks coming down the pipeline. Like, she was the one. Like, what I love about Tony too, is that she'll, like, check up and be like, uh, I remember when my trademark for the budget needs to expire. Can you imagine? Oh, God. I know. I mean, luckily, I have it, obviously. But Wait, it, does it, our
0: brand it, ambition trademark expire? When does that
1: happen? So I think the way, I think it's like the, the first, because trademark's supposed to last for 10 years, but I think it's like it's five years then like seven and ten I don't know like it'll they'll send an email though
0: but ton- you just ton- have to, t- Tony's our lawyer tell her to check
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh you know I shouldn't you're right I forgot that she did our um that she did our um like our, our our stuff too but yeah Tony's awesome but yeah I was like so she just sent me the thing in the mail I was like woo woo yay yeah I definitely was on pins and needles for that one I was like yikes <laughs> well congrats it's official put it on t-shirts now I know exactly. So um, that's another trademark. Isn't that crazy? In order to put that on t-shirts, I think that's another trademark.
0: Yeah, it's true. It is. It's very Just give
1: the government more monies. Oh, more money! It is. But I'm like, whatever. But as long as like I own that as as it relates to like financial like groups, I'm 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 good to go. I love having that little letter with a little gold seal on it. Yeah, so special. I, I got like you know it was like some one of those big envelopes in the mail, and I'm like opening it, like what is this? And I was like. <gasps> So I was excited. I was like, I have to share with the dream catchers. I'm like, should I share? I think I'd be like, girl, we haven't been official. I'm like, whatever. We're official now.
0: but <laughs> <laughs> you don't know can't hurt you.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Aw, congrats. Well, that's,
0: that's exciting. Book that's deals popping, trademarks popping. Yeah,
1: Your book time. should be called
0: <laughs> Tiffany Inc.
1: <laughs> about how to, start, how to start a, no, I don't I think, I feel like I want to wait until I wouldn't write a business book. Not that you can't, but I, I want to wait until I have a eight figure a year business. Then I feel like, okay, I've got, not that like, you know, like a, a you can't have a five figure a year business and write a business book. But I feel like then, cause I, I really want, I want to write a business book called do good, like, you know, um, uh, help good people do good work, make good money. Like, how do you do that? That's like, honestly, that's like a book that I have in me that I'm not writing anytime that, soon. That, that, that's the book. Do that. <laughs> You're like, that's the book. Why do you need eight figures? Why these arbitrary numbers? I don't know. You know, how you, you have like a, like a thing. Tiffany, I 10 like,
0: years ago, can you imagine eight figures? She's probably like, can I get
1: uh, four figures? What? Exactly. Because I legitimately, <laughs> I think my first year of business made like $2,000. I was like, oh, clearly I was living off unemployment. Um, But yeah, no. But I do want to write like a business book about that. Like, how do you do that? How do you run a business without you know, being like some terrible person and like, you know, and, and helping good people and giving a lot of weight for free. Like, what does that look like to run a profitable business that kind of feels like a nonprofit, but is profitable, you know? Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm still, you know, I'm still learning. That's why I kind of feel like maybe that's why I said eight figures because I feel like then I'd be like, not that I wouldn't be learning anymore, but then I would feel like, Okay, because we're multi seven figures now and I really think we'll hit eight figures by next year. That's what we're our trajectory is looking like. Um, But I feel like that's like a a figure that people really take seriously. Like, you know, my business makes 10 to 20 million dollars a year because, you know, like everybody, you know, when I tell them about doing good work, it sounds so kumbaya. But then you're like, oh, well, my business makes 20. I don't make 20 million dollars a year now. But to say like, yeah, it's not just kumbaya. It works. You can, you know, you can help people. You can give a lot of weight for free. You can not overcharge. You can do those things and, and have an eight figure a year business. Like that's a, for some reason, I just feel like that's like a serious business number that folks who might otherwise poo poo at like, you know, um, helping people and being good to people would be like, well, you know, I mean, she's got a viable business. It's not a small, you know, like I don't, I, what, what is a small, do you know, like what, what a small business equal? Like when your 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 annual income, I wonder what like the threshold is for a small business. Yeah.
0: Might have more to do with the number of employees. Like I have, I don't really know.
1: Oh, that's true. I think you're right.
0: Um, I don't know though, Tiff. I feel like you start writing it now. By the time you get this tent, the eight figures, you'll be ready to publish. Perfect timing. <laughs> you never but know. You're right. <laughs> yeah, that I, that's that's the book. I feel like we need. Okay. General personal finance advice. There's plenty of those. You know, what can you bring that no one else can bring? And you know better than anyone how to start that business that does good and makes good money. Yeah, that's the mm-hmm. Tiffany. That's the Tiffany magic. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's Tiffany Inc <laughs> Yep. Okay. Well. Now it's time to say goodbye Bye. to Brown so ambition. You felt it. You searching <laughs> for it. Ambition. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, you that's hilarious. You know me so well. Like, I'm like, what is the song we're gonna end with? <laughs> when we're doing this podcast in our 80s. I'll
0: we'll be like, here she goes. <laughs>
1: First of all, I'm gonna be like, now it's wait, who are you?
0: Who are you?